For all you foodies out there, I'm unwrapping a McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel. Ooh, look at this steak. And the juice running down the side. Got a little bit on the wrapper here. Mmm. And then the fluffy egg and real cheese folded over the side looking just so good. Mmm, mmm. Grilled onions and a butter bagel too. Thumbs up for McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel for breakfast. Love it. Mmm. I participate in McDonald's. The great thing about facts, they're proven. Like the fact that crude oil contains impurities. Or that base oil made from natural gas is 99.5% free of impurities. And the fact that Pennzoil is the first synthetic motor oil made from natural gas, not crude oil. It gives you unbeatable engine protection. The proof is in the Pennzoil. Based on sequence 4A wear test using SAE 5W30. Get a $22 Shell gift card with a Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic Purchase. Ends 31421. Terms apply. Details at Pennzoil.com slash oil change offer. This is a dirty game, bro. And what I've always said is all is fair in love, war, and challenges. 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 Welcome to the first episode of Love War Challenges Live. I am MTV Malik. She is Becky at Giftmaster Bex. And of course, we are joined by the one, the only, the stand, the man, the myth, the legend, Antonio, aka the Bananas Defender. What's really good, team? How you guys feeling? What's hey. good, man? I'm excited for this. I'm excited too. Coming. I'm excited too. Now check this out. If you guys tuned in early, I'm giving out a free t-shirt. Go ahead, drop your email in the comments, and I'm going to pick one winner. You're going to get your choice of a free t-shirt from thechallengegear.com. That's only if you're watching. After 10 minutes, I'm not taking any more names. All right. Ooh, it's a good deal. Right there. Oh, no doubt. Shit. How you guys feel about going live? We're going live now. Now here's the question. Can I cuss? Because I cuss a lot. Um, well, the, the thing is, now that we're going live, we got to appeal to a much broader audience. So I don't want to hear <laughs> no fucking cussing or no fucking foul language or fucking all. Nah. Well, fuck that yeah, shit. Exactly, fuck that shit. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah, we always say what we want. One of the reasons why we don't do a lot of... Uh, a lot of interviews is because I like to say whatever I want. <laughs> you know... I trash Josh all the time. Josh comes in and is like, yo, what's good with you guys trashing me? It is what it is. How's you guys this week? Wait, does it really? Anything interesting? Um, you know, I finally finished four years of college today. Well, yesterday. Finished my last final. Graduating next week, apparently. And September, going for my master's. So it's going to be great. Yo, congratulations, man. That's, that's congratulations. pretty fucking major. Thank good you. Sure. Thank good you. Sure. You actually accomplished something in your... Fucking meaningless <laughs> life. Good for you. I know, right? Like, oh man, like finally something went my way. All right. Before we go ahead and jump into this episode and start breaking it down, I want to talk to you guys about something, uh, something very serious. It's going to be my dick. Oh, I'm going to come to make sure my dick 
as clean the way it should be after <laughs> the Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 with skin safe technology. Listen to the shit. You can hardly hear it. Make sure you use the right tools for your family jewels. Go ahead and head to manscaped.com and use code LWC for 20% off and free shipping. Manscaped hooked us up. We're gonna hook you guys up. We're gonna hook you guys up. The Manscaped 3.0 lawnmower. It's for shaving your ball here. <laughs> hey, it works great. I used it in the shower a few days ago, so it did me a solid job. You didn't decide to use it on that fucking hair of yours? <laughs> no, my hair cannot be touched by me or by anyone else unless you are my barber. He's the only one that's touching my hair. I don't care. It's it, but it sucks my hair. That's the only bad thing about it. The barber don't make house calls. Not that I know of. Um, I've been asking around for a while, and he still has. He's not opening up yet. I don't know. Maybe he has contact with the virus. I have no idea. But uh, shit sucks, man. All right. Now it's time to go ahead and jump into the seventh episode of season 35, Total Madness. You guys ready to get it in? Let's, Let's do, do it. it. One second, guys. What? Wow, you left off the first sip. Okay. Fuck that. We wasn't <laughs> yeah, live. Hey. I just cut the shit out. Fuck it. Priorities. Nice. Sure. Priorities. That drink is important right now. Multitask. These are facts. Are you drinking a Corona? No, I am drinking a Bud Light and a Corona Cousin. Yeah. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. You're better than Piss me. water? Be better. <laughs> All right. Hey, hey. I'm limited on supplies, so... Let's go ahead and jump into it. So the whole house thinks that Jenna is checked out and Tori is dead set on nominating herself. Holy Trinity decide to... They decide to chat it up in the beginning. And Nani comes up with a really good game plan about throwing in Jenny West. If Jenny West is voted in, then Tori will have to go against somebody strong. And if not, they're still a tribunal, so they still got a lot of choices to be made. What do you guys feel about that strategy? Do you guys feel like that that was the right way to go? I mean, usually Nani is not known for her astute gameplay. What do you guys make of the Holy Trinity's decision to not throw in Nani? I mean, to throw in Jenny into the elimination against Tori. Becky, why don't you kick it Jenna. off? Jenna. Jenna, whatever. <laughs> There's too many Jennies and Jennas. It's like fucking three of them. Pick one, pick two, and get to move the fuck on. I mean, I think it's kind of messed up for her to say that, you know, that if Jenny's just going to skate her way to the final, she did skate her way to the final. She, she went into an elimination and she won. So whether or not it was an easy win or not, I don't like them using that as, oh, she's skating her way there. That's bull. That's bull. Uh, I think it's a good strategy, though. Jenny is a strong, strong competitor, and Tori has beat her in the past. So it's very likely that she can beat her again. So I think that it's a solid strategy, but I don't like the way they're presenting it. They should just literally say she's a strong competitor. Stop saying she's skating anything. Antonio? I mean, I do believe Jenny West is currently skating to the final. I mean, she's probably the one of the best females in the house right now. And no one's going to go up against her. And the only way to really get her out is to put her up against a physical threat, which is Tori. As you've seen last season, Tori took her out. And I, Nani made some good points. If you're looking at the long term of the game, you have to get the biggest threat out as soon as you can. Because if I see Jenny West in a final, I know I'm not going to beat her. So Nani has the great mindset, but the way she's presenting it isn't the best way that's going to get it done. All right. 
fair enough. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, yeah, what the fuck happened? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's talk about the boys rolling up on the Holy Trinity. We seen, you know, Bananas, Kyle, West, all of them rolled up on the Holy Trinity. What are you guys doing? What are you guys doing? What's the plan? Where are your minions? Where are your minions? What do you guys think was the whole point of that whole exchange? Like, they're really not their minions. I'm pretty sure the boys are willing to to toss the girls a bone, you know, maybe throw some votes their way because they're going to need it later on in the, fe- uh, in the future. How do you guys feel about the way they rolled up on the Holy Trinity looking for answers and didn't fucking get any? Antonio. That's the way of the game, though. Everyone, everyone talks to everyone during this game, and they just wanted answers. They're just trying to see where their head's at because... Come when they got the vote, if they're on the wrong side of the house or if they're on the wrong, wrong side of the main group, that puts a target on their back for next week or for the next guy elimination. They want to be on the right side. So I don't see anything wrong with it. Them not getting answers. I mean, the Holy Trinity, as we call them, they didn't need to give them answers. They're, they're not obligated to. So I don't see anything wrong with what happened at all. And Becky? I mean, I think they're honestly just trying to pick their brains and see where they're all standing. Whether or not it's them trying to, you know, throw them a bone or sincerely trying to work with them, which I doubt, because at the end of the day, I don't think that they consider them to be strong competitors. I think they just are kind of there and having a good time and seeing how they can make things work in their favor, which is very much Wes and Bananas, and that's how they work. Before we go ahead and move it into nominations, I wanted to, I wanted to know if you guys had... Uh... Any shout outs you wanted to give to anybody out there? I know that I think I speak for all of us when I say I want to give a big shout out to Tyler. He couldn't make it tonight. Kind of sucks, but you guys will see him again in the future. And I wanted to give a big shout out to Lioko. Always been a good friend of the podcast. Always willing to help out. We appreciate it. We love you, bro. You guys want to shout out anybody else while you guys are here? Oh, uh, Becky, I'll let you go nah, first. No, Antonio, we want you go to go. Ahead. We know that you're really, really big. <laughs> all right, in the all game right. You're, 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 you're the kind of a big Italian gay icon. Who do you want to shout out? Uh, let them know you're so an ally. I, I, all right, I'm just going to go big group-wise because I know if I say individual names, I'm going to forget someone. I don't want to do that. So if I played any Twitter game right, with you. Good job on the shout outs. Let's go ahead and move on to the conversations. <laughs> well, okay then. My gosh. So we have a... We have a pretty, pretty great elimination going on. Uh, a pretty great nomination. Tori starts it off, off top. She wants to go in. And for some reason, the house seems inclined to, to go ahead and give in to her. And around and around, they're going, and everybody is just getting votes. Everybody just, hey, Tori, yeah, okay, you want to go in? You think it's your time? You want to go in? You think it's your time? That's going pretty well until... um. Yo, my, my main man, my main dude, Nelson, <laughs> decides to speak up. And he first starts off really, really nice. He apologizes to Anissa. And then he just starts digging into Jenna. And of course, because Kayla is a member of this Holy Trinity Alliance, she sticks up for her. And all of a sudden, it leads to a big blowout between Kayla and Nelson. Now, we all know how this turns out, but. Let me ask you a question. Was Nelson out of line for saying what a lot of people, some people think is true. I don't know anything about no porta potty or anything like that, but in your guys' opinion, was Nelson out of line at this time? Antonio. Oh, 100%. Um, he said many things that a guy should never really say to a female, regardless of the situation. I do think he's overreacting a lot, especially on a female elimination day. I mean, we've seen Nelson act up before, but I think this is probably one of the worst. 
It's, he just had no business. It's not, it, it, whatever happens today isn't affecting his game at all. He's really not aligned with Tori or really anyone, anyone in the tribunal. So why does it matter? Why? He doesn't really need to speak up on the situation and he should just cup his mouth shut and move on. Facts. The best thing for him to say was that a fucking thing. It costs nothing to shut the fuck up. Becky. I mean, I think he should have just left it at the apology and good go Tory. Like, do what you need to do. It was way out of line. Everybody knows that I'm not a fan of Kayla, but he was really milking it. And he way over exaggerated. It wasn't a porta potty. <laughs> Get over it. And it wasn't sex. <laughs> so I don't like her, uh, but it was, it, you don't slut shame somebody like that. At this point, she's already embarrassed enough. Like she's already, she's, she did it to herself and she's already embarrassed enough. She doesn't need anybody else kicking her while she's down. It's just wrong. One of the nastier things that he said during this exchange was, you are the foulest person in the house. Uh, is that a sentiment that any of you guys agree with? That she's the foulest person in the house? With Kyle there and Jordan? No. <laughs> <laughs> Antonio. Negative. Oh, I'm trying to think. I mean, definitely not person in general. Maybe I'm trying to just think of the females real quick. Uh, if you're going females, she might have an argument. But if you go overall house, no. Foulest? Like, come on. Well, I'm just saying, I think if you... Uh, my definition of foul is someone that's, like, in, caught up um, in, in bullshit drama. And I think she, as a female, she's in most of that this season. So, okay, you have a point there. So you don't think she's the most foul? My, defi my definition of foul is not by what you say. It's just by being involved in bullshit drama. And that's what she's pretty much known for in the challenge. So I that so if I'm looking at just a female cast, I do consider her a good argument for that case. Foul might be too far. I would say she is definitely one of the messiest girls that we yeah, have. Yeah, I think messiest is probably a better way of explaining it. All right. So during this exchange, our boy Bear decides to step in and defend her. Do you guys feel like Bear is actually being genuine in this? Or is he playing the long game? and trying to put himself in a better position of, you know, getting into bed with Kayla. Becky. Bear's looking out for Bear. At the end of the day, Bear is... It's, it's, not, it's not even just about hooking up with Kayla. He's also defending himself because he hooked up with her. So by defer, he's the reason why she's the foulest person in the house. No, I didn't say that, but that that kind of is the situation. So I think he's more insulted that now he's being dragged into this fight when he has nothing to do with it because he's the one technically hooking up with Kayla and doing the dirty mess. I don't think Bear cares who the hell he hooks up with. I mean, we saw he told Georgia he was talking to his cousin, so I really don't think he his background really matters to him. I think the teddy bear came out today. I think he was actually felt like genuine to Kayla, like. He felt bad because because if you look at it, this is all his fault. Every, every any bad mouthing towards Kayla for like this reason is all on Bear. So I think he genuinely feels bad because you know if he you know wasn't as as forward or you know wasn't his own personality for the whole entire season, this doesn't happen. So after this whole exchange, a lot of the guys in the house get on Nelson for his behavior. I think Nelson showed a little bit of maturity. The fact that he felt like, I know that this bunker is getting to me. It's making me a little crazy. 
I'm snapping on situations I, sh- I shouldn't be snapping on. And he was doing too much. So I kind of like that. He kind of owned it a little bit, saying, like, I kind of know I'm tripping. What did you guys make of, of the boys in the house stepping up and letting him know that he's acting like trash? Antonio. I'm just shocked he didn't do what he did in his first apology. Apologize first and then bash on someone else. <laughs> I was just like, wait a minute. All right, is Nelson going to pop off on Corey or, or what? Like, what's going on here? But, you know, Nelson apologized. Do I believe his apology? Probably not. I mean, it wasn't even to Kayla. Originally, it was just to the guys. But uh, Nelson is a mess and always will be a mess. There's nothing he says affects me anyway. So yeah, I'll just say it with that. And Becky. I mean, I think Nelson sometimes, I think with anybody, you kind of get into this thing and you just see red and you don't even think about what you're saying and what you're doing. And then it just takes somebody to smack you out of it, whether it's verbally or (laughs) physically smacking you out of it to get you to realize, holy crap, I'm freaking out. And, you know, basically make you chill. Uh, I think Corey really looking at him and being like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? You need to chill. Like this whole thing is going crazy that he finally realized, oh, wow, I'm probably, I'm blowing this up and I am really going crazy. And I'm glad he's, he's admitting it. I don't think it's going to stop him though, because we all know Nelson is very unstable. Uh, we've seen this every season that he does. He, he flies off the handle. It's how he is every single time. Let's go ahead and move on to club. Now, not too much is going on. There's really only one incident that that makes his way out and that's going to be nani versus anisa so nani's a little flirty with casey anisa tries to talk to casey once nani leaves nani's trying to get into the bathroom and anisa just like yo it's a bad look they're only going to use the footage that makes you look some kind of way so just make sure you know you're being careful she didn't badmouth nobody she wasn't starting shit what did you guys make of Nani's reaction to Anissa warning Casey about how she might be perceived on TV? Becky. It's about that time for a Nani breakdown. Uh, this happens every season uh, where she gets to a certain point and she loses it. Completely lost. And I think this is it. And I think she feels very attacked um, because of this whole situation. And Anissa is basically calling her out for being overly flirty and, you know, trying to cause Casey issues. But I, it was just, it was more funny to me than anything else because it's just, it's, it's a natural course of Nani where she's good and she's fun and she's flirty and she's doing this. And then she has a complete breakdown. This whole situation is just a big fucking mess, man. It's Nani drunk is always good TV, but I mean, just the whole situation, how it played out, it's never a good look. You don't want to be the one, especially drunk, that's pushing on someone in a relationship. I get, yes, we saw Bear and Kayla do it, but that was, that came off more of a comedy because of Bear's personality. Nani drunk is never a good sign. We've seen so many things happen in the past when she's drunk that it just comes off bad and it's not a good look for her. But Anissa stepping in, I think she had the right intention. Nani is her friend. And, you know, Casey's a rookie, so if you want to get on a good side of a rookie at this point in the game, help yourself out. So you can't... It's just, just a fucking mess. It's also a kind of the level of aggressiveness that, and that Nani was showing towards Casey. Go to the bathroom with me now! Right now! It was very, like, back up. 
And you could see Casey was getting annoyed. She's like, go to the bathroom, Nani, go away. So I give Casey major props for stepping in like that. But the level of aggressiveness that Nani was displaying also made her look really bad. It did not help the situation. Well, for me, there was a couple of things I didn't like. One, Anissa probably should have just shut the fuck up. She didn't have to say anything. It wasn't really her place. Um, I do admire what she was doing. I think she was doing the hard thing, the not easy thing, looking out for people. But you didn't have to. Because doing stuff like that, when the other person overhears it, then if they get offended, like, yo, you're kind of knocking them. So I understand that. Two, the thing that pisses me off is that the biggest thing that, that annoys me is that Nani comes in season after season. She's not a bad competitor. Uh, there are many females who's not nearly as athletically gifted as her. And she seems to come in and it's like, this is a party or a short vacation. It, it always seems that way with Nani. Like, she just doesn't take it serious enough and she just needs to do more. You letting all of this other stuff, you know, unfocus you. You have one. You have the strongest female alliance in the game right now. It's not looking like anything like what Kara and them had last season. But you're in a pretty good position. This is really could be ninety season to lose. And every season she comes in, and it's just her fucking around, being drunk, having to, having to do the uh, apology tour the next morning, like. It's, it's, it's tiresome. Back at the house, it continues. It continues. <laughs> Wrong. Nani is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> so Stephen Carmichael, <laughs> guess he's not a, uh, guess he's not a Nani fan. Um, I don't know. I, I still have some hope in Nani, but it seems like Nani got to pull her own head out of her ass if she's going to win one of these things. You know, and, and it gets tired to see the same old crying, borderline pathetic, drunk Nani. We're tired of seeing it. You know what we want to see? We want to see Nani make it into a final and kick some fucking ass. Because more than our faves winning, we love it if somebody who has been working hard for so many years actually goes in and pulls one of these things out. Is it going to be Nani? Probably not. But I wouldn't mind seeing it. You know, Nani and Leroy. Let's go ahead and move on. Back at the house, the fighting continues. The fighting continues, and some really nasty things come out of Nani's mouth. She brings up, you know, Anissa's uh, adult entertainment pass, and she throws noodles. Um, when it comes to Nani, are you guys just fucking over it at this point? Antonio. This point in the episode, I didn't know who I was annoyed more with, either Nelson or Nani. But, I mean, honestly, throwing a couple of noodles made me laugh. So I think that's why I. I kind of eased off on Nani towards the later part of the episode, but this episode really wasn't a good look for her. I mean, compared to her best friend, Jenna, I mean, they had two completely different episodes, man. It's insane. But this episode really wasn't Nani's. She, I don't know. I, I, want, like, I want to know what her reaction is watching this episode because it really isn't it. Watching her not only attack Denisa, but also go after Jenna, who was just trying to explain to her what happened. And then seeing her just lose her shit, I was like, I haven't seen anybody freak out this much in a while. Went into that elimination. Right? <laughs> and, right? Oh my goodness. Uh, but her throwing the noodles, hot noodles. I mean, what is it with her and those cup of noodles? Like, she had that cup of noodles when she was fighting Cam last season. 
So now she <laughs> she just be carrying around noodles, fighting people. Hey, you know, so, Negan got his back. The Ghostbusters got the proton packs, <laughs> and now he got a cup of fucking noodles. <laughs> just a waste of a cup of noodles. You don't throw noodles. It's just ridiculous. But um, yeah, so I mean, it was insane. I was laughing because it was the most ridiculous fight that I've ever seen, and. Nani, I knew Nani was just going to have to apologize like crazy the next day because she was going to feel like a whole ass. And she did. So I am not surprised. Yes, we're all used to seeing the Nani morning after apology tour. So it's just, it's just part of it. <laughs> now, let's go ahead and move into the tribunal. So in the tribunal, we got Jordan, Kayla, and Jenna. They pull in D. Now, D was with the shits. D wasn't fucking around. She was tight. She came in aggressive and let him know, if you put me in, I'm coming back. And pretty much threatens him. I'm going to fuck you guys all up. What did you guys make of D's excessively uh, aggressive behavior? Would you guys feel in it, or would you guys feel like she was doing too much? Antonia. I don't think it was too much. I think, uh... I think D said the right things. I just think the tribunal flopped. I think they put the, the wrong three people in. It was just, it just so complicated because the words they were saying during the whole tribunal, they're acting like Tories not in um, elimination already. And Jordan's sitting right there. So it, it's just weird. I mean, yes, you want to put a threat. Streets ain't scared of D from Jordan Defender. Yo, that's a fact. <laughs> D's ready for the shit. Uh, it, it's, just, it's just weird because then you have D, who's a threat, Kayla, who's a friend, and Big T, who's a layup. But if you're going into it, if you, it's either Jenna or a layup. Because if I'm Jordan, I'm not going to put in a threat against Tori. I, I want Tori to come back. Yeah, you're making a statement. But you're also putting more targets on your back because D could have forgot about night one. She could be like, you know what? All right, moved on. We made it up. It is what it is. But now you put in your back. Yeah, you might have the, you think you have the last laugh. But in the long run, it's still a game to play. So... I just think they flopped on it. But D said what she had to say. You know what? I really agree with you. I was watching this with the kids, and the kids was like, why are they putting D in it? It doesn't really make sense. And I'm like, Jordan's trying to make a point. He feels like he was, uh, he felt like he was betrayed, and he wants D to know that he still has enough power in this game to fuck you up at some point. It's like D was never going in. Any point. D was never going to go no. in. It was Jordan making a point. Becky, what's your take? 100% agree. I think it was a manipulation. I think it was a power play. Like, look what I can do. Don't mess with me anymore. This is what you get for not following our game plan. And it was a sad play because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because D was always ready to go in. D doesn't care. I think she was pissed off. And I think that that would have put more power into her to win. Wait, tell me. It's who, one of those things that big T. Bomer said Big T is the next Evelyn. Bomer, I fucks with you, but that that's fucking ridiculous. Stop it, five. What? Stop it. Boomer said that? <laughs> Bomer. Big T is the next Evelyn. Look, I like Big T too. But fuck out of here with that. Come on, fam. Oh, Bomer. Hi, baby. That's my hubby. I love him. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> Got distracted. <laughs> but no, D is about that. Uh, I don't think that she would honest and I think honestly would fuel her fire to win if she was put into elimination. But I know for a fact that it was just a power play. It was just a look what I can do on Jordan's part. 
I think for this tribunal, though, you have to put someone who's in the middle and gain their numbers. Like, Jordan's been trying for elimination the whole season, and you need numbers on your side if you want to get voted in. I know Tori got her way, but I only think the reason why Tori got her way to have a unanimous vote is because Jordan's in the tribunal. If Jordan's not in, Tori doesn't get set in today. No way. Even if she volunteers, because people are putting Tori in today because they realize if they don't do it, Jordan will. And if they're voting for someone else, they're putting a target on their back by voting for someone else. You know, the next two people who's coming into the tribunal, I think totally flopped it out. That's Kayla who says, oh, I'm willing to go in, you know, if it's if it's like climbing or something like that. And then Big T plays it in like, oh, I'm quiet and weak. Don't you want to save me for like later on for when you have to go in? <laughs> I like Big T, but I was I was infuriated the way she played that tribunal. Like, that's not the way to play. The weak card just about never works. Sure, Jay and Jenna was able to slide with it for a little bit. But even Jay didn't play weak. He's like, oh, I'm always down. Granny was puffing his chest out. But at least he didn't play weak. I dislike the the whole, I'm playing the weak, save me for later. How did you guys feel about the last two people in the tribunal, Kayla and Big T? How, do you think that, how, how did you think it played out for them? I think Kayla did forget that it was Tori in elimination and Jordan was standing right in front of her because she was like, oh, yeah, well, um, <laughs> oops. That's uh, some Florida shit. Right. <laughs> Maybe she was drinking. Maybe she just didn't realize. But I think she was just kind of playing it off. Like, it is what it is. Send me in if you want to. I'm down to get my red skull. Big T, I was a little bit disappointed. I wanted to see that fire in her belly that she had early in the season saying, I'm ready to go in. I want to prove myself. And I didn't see that this episode. And I know she wants to stay. But I want to see that fire back in her belly. Right now, she's being kind of the nice girl. And I need her to bring that bad girl back. You know, not too much. I don't want her to lose her good girl because she is a good girl. But I want her to have that little bit of a backbone again. Antonio. Well, Kayla, going into this, I, I think she was probably shocked because she realized her two friends were in there. And she knew she was, her whatever she said didn't really matter because she would have got her way at the end. But you guys are disappointed in Big T. I'm actually happy on, on what she said. I think she said exactly what she needed to say. But, like, but listen, though, because maybe Big T isn't ready for, to go into that. Maybe she didn't want to go against Tori because Tori is a big threat. Look at the other two girls in Tribunal. It's a female's day. Don't forget that. So it's Jenna and Nani. If I'm Big T, who do I have the best chance to win against? Tori, Jenna, or Nani? Definitely not Tori. So if I tell Jenna and Nani, I'm the weakest girl in the house, don't put me in yet because I could go up against you. If in the back of my head, if I'm Jenna and Nani, oh shit, why do I want to go up against a girl like Bailey or Casey or I don't know who all the yeah, girls Antonio, this season? Or, yo, gay papa shit what? said, uh, skip Antonio's opinion. It's always wrong. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, wow. All right, all right, all right. What, like, what I'm saying, though, is a good social fact. media, who would have figured? Who knew? <laughs> but what I'm saying, though, it's right, because Big T doesn't have a chance against Tori. I mean, yes, neither did Jenna at this point, but in this game, I just, you take, you, you get to win an elimination. And if I'm Big T, I have a better chance against Nani and Jenna. She said what she needed to say. I don't, I'm not upset with what she said at all. All right. Fair enough. Up next is going to be 
Zach and Jenna. So we all seen the call. Zach calls and displays um, some questionable behavior of how he treated Jenna. Um, let me ask you a question. What, you know, what do you guys think? Can I put this? How about this? How did that phone call make you feel? Becky, you're the woman of the group. Uh, as a female, uh, it was jarring. You know, when you look at that and you see that, it's just, you look at Jenna and you go, oh, you just want to put her a bubble wrap and protect her because she's just innocent. You just want to protect her. And I think Zach is just really good at manipulating the situation and turning it on her and making this about what she's doing to him. And he doesn't care about how this is anything to her. Um, it's just not fair. And it's just I sad. Have uh, I have a house. <laughs> yeah, right? He gone kicked her out of the house already. Oh my god. Uh but yeah, no. And and 95% of the time, gentlemen, the women get the house at the end. So come on now. Let me tell you something from my personal behavior. I live here with my girlfriend, soon to be you know, more sooner later. And our our six daughters. Let me tell you something. This ain't my house. I just paid the rent. I had to build my sound studio in the fucking garage. It ain't my house. So the fact that he's... <laughs> I was so... I mean, I'm not the hugest Zach fan, but I was so disappointed in his behavior. You got to treat... You know, you, this is a person you're supposed to be in love with. Like, you're going to propose to? This is how you speak to her? And you know you're on TV. Lord knows what happens in the house. I... I don't want to cast judgments because we've all been in fights with significant others that hasn't been great. But Jesus Christ, man, you can't treat people like that. And the fact that he was willing to talk like this on TV directly to her, he obviously gave zero fucks. Antonio, how did this exchange make you feel? Yes, Gabe, uh, six I kids, all daughters. <laughs> Hold on. I, I, this... This is just hard to watch, given, like, if you're active on social media, you know what happens in their future. So it's just hard to see it play through. But now let's look at Zach's past. Zach ain't an angel. He ain't a sweetheart. I mean, I can only remember a few seasons ago, he called her Brooke. While, like, they were together. Ago. So, like, I know, but, like, it's insane. Basically the same situation, but, like, you know, but... If they were broken up, you can't blame her. I mean, as Ross from Friends always says, we were on a break. So if they were on a break, you can't, you can't like be, yes, you can be upset, but you can't force the person to come home. And Zach's been in that challenge house. He knows the behavior. He knows like what goes on. And to get into someone's head like that, especially your significant other, other who's trying to win half a million dollars. Oh, don't, don't let me get me started. But, I've been drinking all day First off, I've never seen Friends, so I don't know what the whole we was on the break. What? It, I haven't watched Friends either, but I know the reference. What? Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I know it was Ross and Rachel. They were on a break. I, whatever. But let's, I'm going to say this right now. I am sure that Zach was no saint while they were broken up. That's what I'm and saying. And I am sure if she went through his DMs, that he would have little groupies all up in his DMs talking to him. And she didn't go on and fucking rail him while he was on a season. You were cheating on me. Thanks. No, because Jenna has common sense. 
straight up and down, Zach does not have a leg to stand on. You actually cheated. Uh, oh, what? So it might have happened to you? I mean, and Jenna doesn't seem like the cheating type. Guess what? You gave Jenna to these streets. She wanted to be with you. <laughs> Jenna was with the streets. And you mad because the streets hurt. They were with her. It hurts, don't it? Yeah, it hurts. But you let it happen. It is your fault. You can't be mad about what the streets did. You can't be mad about what the streets did. You let Zach that bird fly. Kyle, Jenna still loves him. Gabe, what the fuck? That's. Wait, where are you seeing these comments? I don't see any. You don't see it because you're not special. Uh, no, I have the app to see the questions. And Zach slept with Kyle? With, that's. That's not true, is it? <laughs> there was a rumor. There was a rumor. No, who started this rumor? Come on, Max. That's, really, that's far out there. <laughs> the streets, aka Corey. Yo, Gabe is on a fucking roll today. Let's <laughs> so you can't do this shit when we do regular podcasts. That's why live is better. Honestly, live does have <laughs> live does have its uh, advantages. Let's go ahead. I'll leave it to Gabe to make all the funny comments, right? Let's go ahead and move into purgatory. The lights go off. Everybody comes down. We see a wheelbarrow. We see grates. It looks like this is going to be a live one. Not really a headbanger, but this one looks like it is going to be work. TJ asks who wants to come down. Jenna says, well, I don't want to be here if this is all going to be for, if it's all going to be a waste. She knows she got to get home to Zach as soon as possible. So if she loses, she loses. But if she stays, she has a red score, has a reason to stay. She votes herself in. I fucking love that move. Loved it, loved it, loved it. I think she is embodying the spirit of total madness where she just says, I'm going to go in and get it done or I'm going home. How did Jenna voting herself into elimination make you feel? Antonio. So I've been watching Big Brother 20, like just starting yesterday. I'm already halfway through because just because I want to just know these rookies a little bit more and whatever. And pretty much all day I've been hearing Caitlin from Big Brother 20 say it's all on the higher good. So I think Jenna all the like higher good. So like Rather basically like whatever, like whatever happens, happens like it's meant to be or whatever. Oh, the white version so, of it is what it is. Gotcha. I, I guess. <laughs> that works. So I think the way Jenna like went into is like, all right, if I nominate myself and I try my best, if I lose, it's meant to be. If I win, it's meant to be for me to stay. And I think it's the right call regardless because of what's going on with her. I do think without the Zach drama, it's a bad call because you don't want to, like, especially against Tori, who could be a number for you. This is, I, honestly, going into it, I knew it was going to be close, but I didn't think Jenna was going to win. But I, I can't blame her for, what, for her going, for her nominating herself. Becky. Sorry, someone just closed the door really loudly in my house. But anyway, <laughs> um, I actually was super excited and I was very upset watching every single person uh, from Nelson to Tori literally counting Jenna out before she even had a chance to make the decision for herself. That's the thing that always really irritates me. Jenna's a competitor and she wants to fight. And I think honestly, she wants that million dollars and she knows that Zach's going to be fine. That's in my mind. She's like, he'll be fine. Really? He'll get over because it. It seems like Zach is losing his shit right about now. I think Jenna doesn't care. I think she's like, if I come home with a million dollars, he'll calm the fuck down. A million dollars does so, buy a lot of shut the fuck up. Right? Yeah. Like, come on now. Let the girl make her money. 
Stop stressing her out. Stop being paranoid because you're, you want it to be a dog. And she, for some reason, loves your dog ass. And she will not leave you. I mean, just ex- Zach has to be so fucking lucky. You have a beautiful model status woman willing to put up with your shit. <laughs> Say thank you, put a ring on it, and be happy that you did the smart thing and marry somebody who's too good for you. And the fact that he's threatening, like, we're not going to get engaged anymore. I guess, the, you know, the way she was saying That's they were planning on getting engaged. And he was like, you know what? We're not going to do it anymore. That's some, I'm not going to lie, Kayla had its truth when she said that is bullying, that is blackmail, that's bullshit. You can't do that to somebody, especially somebody like Jenna, who obviously has done everything to try and make this relationship work. Look what happened last season when he tried to call security on her. Oh, be be grizzly. Zach probably beats her. There's no evidence of that. Come on. I understand we don't like the guy, but we can't put out allegations like that. I'm just going to go out on a limb and... Because I know we're giving Zach a lot of hate. I just don't want to be the, like, part of the bash Zach train. I just want to give, say one nice thing about him. I do think it's could be all the heat of the moment. Don't. No, I'm, no, I'm not about don't him. Do about it. the situation. Don't about don't the situation. You don't fucking talk. No, no, no. Right, no, well, let me just Walk say what I'm saying. Right now. Worst case, I'll get hate. I'll deal with it. I don't care. I do think... Because if you think, <laughs> yes, we're seeing it all in like an episode or two, but if you think about it, it all happened in a span of three to four days. And it's probably, we know Zach, he's a piece of shit. I mean, I'm not, I'm going to admit it. I mean, I know he's, but it could be in the heat of the moment. We, I, <laughs> I fucking hate you for laughing. <laughs> but like, I'm could be in I don't the, know why you're defending him. It's, it's hard to say, but like, I, I just feel like we should, so we're not all attacking him. Because I mean, you know, just in case Jenna or Zach want to come on, we can say we said one nice thing. But um, I think it could be in the heat of the moment. I do, th- I do want to see next week, like how if he does another call about hearing her, if have hearing Zach about if she want an elimination. So it's gonna be fun to see, I guess. I just hope you know it just dies down over the weeks. Listen, I- honestly, this is a better relationship storyline than what we have in the house. So. <laughs> You know, I, I mean, the other ones are non-existent. I, I, I do feel what you're saying, Antonio. You don't want to join the uh, bash Zach train, even if it does seem like he deserves it. And I wanted to say that, like I said, we've all had arguments with our significant others. Sometimes and in those situations, we're not the best versions of ourselves. But that doesn't really make it okay. Like, I understand things are heated. You're kind of confused. You don't know what's going on. You got a lot of information you don't like. I get that. But if this is the person you love, the person you want to spend the rest of your life with, you have to take that into consideration. I'm not here to, 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 to beat Zach over the head about it either. But I think there's no problem in saying that from what we saw on TV, what was coming from him, it was trash. I'm not saying he's trash forever or let's cancel him, call his job. You know, if you see him in the street, try to fight him or anything like that. But the same big brother. <laughs> I don't know what that means. But uh, let's go ahead and talk about this elimination. This elimination was a good one. It had a lot of endurance. It was close. Jenna came out on top. How did you guys feel about everybody doubting Jenna, saying she checked out? Um, A lot of people thought Nelson was one of the main people who said, like, you guys are giving her a red skull like it was any of his fucking business whatsoever. How does Jenna walking away with this win make you guys feel? Becky. 
I am actually really happy about it because at the end of the day, I think it just shuts everybody up with this whole underestimating people. Shut up. Stop doing it. Give people an opportunity to show you. With the whole situation, I loved, I loved Tori. I'm not a fan of her this season, mostly because I just feel like it's just there's been a change in her and the way she's playing this game. I miss the fun-loving Tori, the one that was there to have a good time, the one that put on, what was it, on Dirty 30, where she was, like, walking around with a you mustache. You sound like and... the people who say, oh, we miss the old Cara. <laughs> well, maybe. But I miss the old Tori. It's merely a fact. I miss the Tori who was there to have fun and win, and now it's all, I'm this big badass. You miss rapping Tori <laughs> over singing Tori? <laughs> I do oh, love a God. rapping Tori. Tori got I do love her. Spin. <laughs> <laughs> I you got to give her a little bit of respect. She got that shit. But uh I think I I miss the way she used to play. I think she is either taking this game too seriously or if she's just too high on her own stuff right now that she really thinks that she's done something in the game. She really hasn't done much. And I think she needs, I, I think that Jenna needed to be the one to tell her, you're not unbeatable. And even though you thought, even though I'm having all these problems, I beat you. Don't underestimate anybody ever. All right. And Antonio? I th I'm happy for Jenna winning. I, she deserved it. I think uh, a nomination like this would honestly best suited her because she was able to break things. And I think she took all of her frustration out on Zach, on Brooke, on Zach's Bumble account. And every time she was like smashing <laughs> those breaks, like that was in the back Bumble of her account. mind. Like, fuck Zach, fuck this. Like, and that's why she won. Like, she took her anger out. And uh, you have to thank Zach for her win today. Because literally, we saw her anger basically come out and she kept her cool. I mean, it sucks that Corey went home. You know, I was really rooting for her to win. I honestly thought going into this season, this was her season to win because she's basically basically going into it like the best all-around female, I would say. If you look at elimination-wise and challenge-wise, she takes it hands down. It just sucks to see a good competitor go. But, you know, it is what it is. It's a challenge. And, yeah, you got to take it. All right. What do you guys make? Okay, I'm not going to lie. I'm a pretty happy person. Uh, not, not too much stuff, you know, like pisses me off. Like, you know, I get it. Not a big deal. But um, one of the things that really uh, buttered my biscuit was Jordan just losing his shit while he's yelling at Tori to do something. And she is totally ignoring all of the advice, although good, just totally ignoring everything he said. Jordan's behavior during this elimination I don't think it was too bad. I know that he was trying to help Tori out, only had the best of intentions. How did you guys think of uh, Jordan's behavior during this elimination? Becky? Oh, you mean his very encouraging behavior, the one that he likes to do with everybody in the house that everybody handles so well. He obviously needs to understand that the way he speaks to people and the way he coaches people doesn't work. Because if coaches. you're going to scream at me like that, I'm not going to listen. I don't want to hear you screaming at me and pretty much calling me an idiot with your tone. Like he was freaking fuck out. He was not being supportive at all. And it was frustrating for me to see like, cause you know, you, you think of it this way. They, they portray this really supportive, happy couple. 
And maybe they are. Maybe when they're not in a competition standing, they're really super like connected. But holy, he showed who he is what does in that, that situation. Mean? Really like connected. Like that they're just really super supportive and encouraging. How's that <laughs> but then he gets How into this competitive. He gets in no, competitive but, stance and he treats her like garbage. Like, Jake said, that imagine was, Jordan uh, coaching Little League. Y'all can't be <laughs> getting right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just imagined it in my head. Ooh, Holy shit. No, it's it's be Jordan. Chill. <laughs> what do you say? None of your damn business. Uh, Antonio, oh, Jordan's behavior. I'm watching Let's it. Okay. Well, Jordan's behavior. I, I do think compared if you want to look at Tori and other and anyone else in the elimination, Jordan has he's more vocal when Tori was in it, but you can't blame him. Yes, he was extra, but I don't think he was really extra. I mean, and he, I don't think he was really calling calling Tori an idiot. I think he was motivated. It's his fiance out there. You want your fiance to win, so you're gonna do whatever you can. And honestly, that wasn't I'm very the same motivating. way. If, if people don't hear me and I'm trying to motivate them, I'm going to speak louder. And I, I can see why he was yelling. But he was saying the right things. It's not like he was saying, like, degrading things. He was just saying, smash it this way. Do it that way. He wasn't saying, Tori, you're a fucking idiot. Stop smashing it that way. No, he was just saying, Tori, smash it this way. His, his so advice was well, right. It's not his, what it's you his say. Fiance, though. You can't, it's how you say it. But you can't expect him to whisper and just stand there. No, there's a way to yell it encouragingly, not sounding like a douchebag. But but look at who Jordan is. You can't expect someone to just do a complete 180 like that. No, he was more motivated into helping Tori. That's his fiance. You can't knock on someone. He obviously didn't motivate her very well because she lost. I mean, Tori lost because of how she played the game in the beginning. She tried putting big bricks the hole and that was wasting so much time jenna was full full cycle just smashing 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 tori for the first five minutes as we saw she's trying to put big pieces in that was a time killer if tori does what jenna did from the from the first second tori wins hands down i think you're giving that too much credit it's the the the, uh, outcome was this close take away of like three seconds of tori smashing it she she wins like, you've, uh, yeah, go on. <laughs> so. <laughs> We're just not going to agree with you, Tony. <laughs> Yo, everybody's opinion is their own. But, um, uh, oh, God. Jenna gets the win over Tori. Very, very big surprise. At the end of the episode, Corey says something very intriguing. He says, Jordan just lost his number one. He is vulnerable. It's time to get his ass the fuck out. No matter what you think of Corey, that's the smartest fucking thing I ever heard him say. He is 100% right. If Jordan makes a final, unless your name is Johnny Bananas or CT, and CT is a big maybe because we see what happened in Dirty 30, if Jordan makes a final, guess what? You lose. I said again, if Jordan makes a final, you lose. The only other person who really could be up there is a Johnny Bananas, maybe Turbo, but his his body of work is so small. It doesn't really stack up yet, even though it was impressive and what may have been the and what was the hardest final ever. Do you guys think it's time for the house? 
to turn on Jordan and get him the fuck up out of here. Bananas. Obviously. Let me tell you first, Malik, I don't appreciate you pointing your finger in my face. Not your (laughs) face. Stop pointing at me. It's all up in the camera's face. (laughs) All right, Antonio, go ahead and continue. I just wanted to point out at the finger. (laughs) When you go into a challenge, the goal is to take out your biggest threat. Jordan, Bananas, Wes, CT, any big vet that has won a final before should be a target day one. Like, yes, I'm a big Bananas fan. Do I think you should still be in this game right now? No. You're, if I'm going into the game, you want to go at your biggest target. People who are good at finals. You, that's why Banana has been, he's been going home early because he's good at finals. This season, he just has a great social game. That's what's keeping him safe. But going into it, you want to take out the person who's going to beat you in a final. That's Because you want to win. Why do you want to go to a final with someone that has a great final record? Why do you want to go to a because final with someone to that might beat you in it? Isn't that what it is? Compete against the best. If you're going to lose, right. I'd rather but lose to the best. If you're going to do best. it that way, that, honestly, that works seasons ago where the prize money was, you know, $50,000, $100,000. When you see a half a million on the line. It hasn't been that way for a while. MTV almost killed Big Easy for 10 bands. So. <laughs> that is a very Rivals true. 3 was 125000 Yeah, mixed with well, like split. 12 people. But no, Rivals 3, it was two people. Banana, Banana stole 125. That's 250. That's a, that's a quarter of, of a million dollars. Okay. That, that, but he stole. So he would have originally got an eighth of it. Now you have half a million. An eighth. No, like that's a big difference. That is life-changing money. Yes, $100,000 is what? Probably a year to two salary. A half a million dollars or plus, that is life-changing money. I don't care who the fuck I'm going to that final against. I want to win. That's, that's, that's money you can't, you can't refuse. You can't take down. But people will turn, your, turn their nose to that win. There are already people out there who don't count some wins for people because they went up against layups or people that weren't as strong. Now, I understand the need for money and you want that and everything else. At the end of the day, I know why they want Jordan out. Jordan is a strong competitor and he irritates everybody. So I don't think it's just because he's a super strong competitor. I think he just gets on everybody's nerves. So everybody wants him gone. <laughs> at the I'm same gonna get time. so much hate for saying this. Oh god, don't I really don't care. Don't. No, I don't care because it's funny. But like the re- well, what I said was I said it is the same reason why I believe layups make the final, and someone like, and in Jordan's words, the reason why he doesn't want to run a final with Car is because look at a final record. It's two and seven. But I have, a, I have a full circle to this. When you look at someone like Kara in the situation and looking at, looking at Jordan, they're both good at eliminations, but Jordan is arguably a lot better than Kara's at finals, given their record. Kara is what? Two and nine? Jordan's what? Three for four? Could be wrong. Three for four, three for five, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I mean, Kara rarely gets lower than second place. Yeah, but I'm just saying, if you look at final wins overall, if you... but it doesn't matter. Like, I know that second ill is the first, last place, whatever. But at the end of the day, she has, it's very rare that Kara gets anything below a second place finish. It's only been semi recently that she's gotten less than a second place finish. I know, but to get to the back to the full circle thing, if you look at their elimination record, then you look at their final record. Someone like, yes, you see Kara who has a good elimination record, and you would rather see her in the final. Jordan, who is also good at eliminations, is also good at finals. But what wins money? Finals or eliminations? 
finals though so you do not you I, you would rather see jordan go into 10 eliminations before you see him in one final now i'm done that's going to do the episode apparently apparently we're getting a little bit of lag so let's go ahead and wrap this up thank you guys for joining us uh before we get out of here i do want to open it up for some fan questions i see you guys popping off do you guys have any questions you want us to go ahead and jump into go ahead and send it to us now we'll give you guys a quick minute Wow. Do All we right. want to pick the MVPs for the thing since we haven't, since we are not Who doing that? Who would not win the portion? MVP besides Jen? Yeah, hey, Grizzly, and Carly down. got a better record in the finals than Tori. Laughing face. This is true. <laughs> Factual. Well, see, I only said Kara and Jordan because I feel like they're both the two of the because biggest. Because you're a Kara hater. No, I'm, I, I'm just saying second. because they're both dominant Jordan eliminations. Defender. I'm taking... Devin over Kara in a final. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. See, but the argument's like that. It makes me like a joke. (laughs) If Devin wins a final, then it's a whole different story. But until she wins a final, you have to go with someone that obviously has won. Be Grizzly. I got a question. Why was Nelson acting like a fool tonight? Because he is a fool. I do give him credit that he is recognizing (laughs) that the conditions of the bunker is driving him crazy. But the reason why he's acting like a fool is because he is one. If it acts like a duck, if it quacks like a duck, if it shits on your front lawn like a duck, it's a motherfucking duck. Mm. Nelson's unstable. Nelson's always been emotionally unstable. We don't want to comment on other people's mental health. So... Nelson likes to wig out. Look at Dirty 30. Look at any season he's been on. He has moments where, where he just flips out. I would consider that to be unstable. It's the same thing I would say about Ashley because Ashley gets that way too. She freaks out over nothing or the littlest things and you're like, holy crap, this is not that big of a deal. That's kind of how Nelson is. Nelson is basically the guy version of Ashley. Does anyone else agree that Nelson should be the last person to give um, relationship advice? Just look at his um, relationship no, 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 with Angela. No, that was a mess and a half. You're right. No, I, I'm saying no, 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 it. Okay. No, no, no. They want to Dr. Phil for crying Everybody's been yeah. saying that. Yeah, that does, that doesn't need to right. be said. All right, guys. That's going to do it for us. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Sorry about any issues with the lag. Uh, I'm going to figure out a, a uh, new way to do this. So hopefully that'll be a problem in the past. We'll, we won't have to worry about it in the future. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We have well over 120 comments in here. Thank you guys so much for sticking with us. Uh, we're definitely going to see you guys next week on Sunday. Me and Tyler are going to be here to do the hit list. Hit list is going to get pushed back to Sunday. Also, don't forget, 224 The Basement is also going live. Make sure you guys visit shop.lwcpodcast.com for all of your Love War Challenges gear. Make sure you visit thechallengegear.com if you guys need to get custom challenge gear. We got Gucci print, Louis Vuitton print, custom names, anything you guys need, I can make. If you have to, just DM me or just go ahead and go to thechallengegear.com. With that said, thank you guys again for joining us. Boma, I see you. Love you guys. This has been such a good time. We're only going to do more. We're going to bring more content, hopefully, but a lot less lag next time. Thank you guys for joining us. Bananas, close us the fuck out. Wait, I thought I was coming on the hit list this week. You was on last week. 
No, Becky was, was on last week. week. <laughs> We're just gonna skip you and find somebody else with better opinions. <laughs> Fuck this oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> no. All right. Make sure you tune in Sunday. We're gonna have a special guest, Antonio, aka the Bananas Defense. <laughs> 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 I'm fucked up. All right, all right. First episode live in the books. Another great episode of Podstars. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you stay updated by following us on Twitter and Instagram at LWC Podcast. Join us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash lovewarchallenges. Join our discussions under the challenge subreddit at LWC Podcast. Also, check out our website at lwcpodcast.com. Make sure when you listen to us on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and YouTube, give us five stars. Give us a great review, and most importantly, subscribe. Have a great day, Potsters. Peace. For all you foodies out there, I'm unwrapping a McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel. Ooh, look at this steak. And the juice running down the side. Got a little bit on the wrapper here. Mmm. And then the fluffy egg and real cheese folded over the side looking just so good. Mmm, mmm. Grilled onions and a butter bagel too. Thumbs up for McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel for breakfast. Love it. Mmm. Ba-ba-ba-ba. I participate in McDonald's.